All right. I am recording because I have I have the power. I have the technology now. <laughs> oh, we've we've made our way into the future, and we... it is now. <laughs> <laughs> we certainly have. Do you have enough time? Is it still good, or should we reschedule? I'm good. I'm still good. Okay. Beautiful. Sweet. Well, then, we are recording. Thank you for your patience. I absolutely appreciate it. Yeah, not a problem. Sweet. All right. Well, let's go ahead and rock and roll, then. We won't waste any time. Uh, hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. I am your host, John Harris. And on my right-hand side is usually the right-hand man, Gabriel, and he was here, but he went away somewhere. So if he comes back, that would be great. Um, but today on the Rock Metal Podcast, we have Within the Ruins, and they have a new album called Black Heart, which is going to be released on November 27th via Entertainment One and Good Fight Music. Right now, I'm being joined by Steve, and he's going to share some more information about uh, this amazing album that's going to be coming out, a couple of amazing tracks with really killer music videos, um, and what the band has been up to, what they've got coming up, because it's very exciting stuff. So, Steve, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you, man, for having me. I really appreciate your time. Yeah, absolutely great to have you on. Now, uh, I think so much to talk about on this record, and I've got a bunch of notes across my desk here, and one in particular... One in particular that I really uh, wanted to expand on is um, I've got here that you guys have been working on the record for well over a year, and part of it was a new direction that is a little bit darker, a little bit angrier. I'm just curious, was that an organic thing? Did, did it just happen? You guys started writing tracks, and it started coming out sounding a little bit different, and you thought, let's go with it, or was that like your yogic intention you guys knew that you wanted to do that and you worked on it until you got it to where you wanted it uh i'd have to say that it kind of started off with me and uh the lyrics i was writing and had already written um i kind of knew i had a bunch of stuff that was already written down on my phone like i've got a, a lyric section that i'm always you know adding to and the, with the first uh first few tracks that we did i was uh coming into the studio with Joe and laying him down and he was getting an idea of where I was coming from and what I needed to say. And after, I want to say at least after like two or three tracks, he was like, okay, I get it. He's pissed about some stuff. And uh, so he kind of actually started to change his writing a little bit around there. Um, and then he adjusted and started making the things that he was writing a little bit uh, uh, angrier and more pissed off as well. And it kind of just, <laughs> It, it it got it was natural from there at the beginning I'll, it was kind of only me like i'm just gonna i gotta say this stuff and then after a few tracks he was like okay i get it and it worked out because uh i found out later that you know they had some other stuff that the you know before i joined the band that they were the band was getting kind of upset about and uh they had some some things that they were angry with too and it kind of worked out naturally that we both kind of had that feeling and we were you know kind of met in the middle and like okay this after like i said a few tracks it turned into okay this is going to be a pissed off record so um joe kind of we started bouncing back and forth at that point once joe knew where i was coming from so he started doing the same thing well that's cool so you came in swinging and they were like man new guy i don't know if we should come out full force yet or not and it seems like you brought that out are you guys pissed off about the same things or is there like a collusion <laughs> of, of anger on the record <laughs> it's like a it, it's sort of a collusion. I mean, like a lot of the stuff that I was mad about and upset, it was like uh, per some personal things that I had been going through the past few years, um, even before I actually joined the band. 
And uh, it was stuff that I had written out already um, just because that's what I'm used to doing. If I've got stuff that I need to say and I have a cool way of doing it, I like to write it out. So at least the idea is out there for me. And uh, it was a lot, like I said, a lot of personal stuff, um, uh, an issue, uh, like an ongoing issue with a specific girl for like over two years. And ev everything you could imagine that w could go wrong in a relationship definitely went wrong. Uh, and it was just very dragged out. So that was a, a lot, a lot in a long time of uh, nonsense, I guess. And then, which kind of stemmed some other issues from that with other things in my life, like my job and some stuff. And then probably about three years ago, also uh, one of my best friends uh, took his own life. So there's a song about that in there. Um, it's just a lot of like dark, angry stuff about pretty much everything going on in my world at the time for a while. Uh, and then, so I brought all these personal things to the table and then, stuff on stuff on Joe's in was a little bit more behind the scenes and uh with the band and stuff uh they just kind of had their own issues going on not with each other but just with kind of uh um how do I say it? like some personal stuff from, from them as well and they kind of, like he kind of met me in the middle like I said on that and uh so we both having our own issues and we we're like let's just do this together and we can can all be angry as one cohesive unit. <laughs> so it worked out really well. Anger Anonymous group. Hi, I'm Steve, and I'm yeah. angry. <laughs> Hi. Hi, Steve. Hi, Steve. <laughs> I am Joe. I'm Joe, and I'm angry, too. I'm angry, too. Hey, Joe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the 12-step program to, to dealing with well, your anger. Yeah, except we only got 10 steps because there's 10 tracks, so we're going to have to make it short. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, there could be maybe an EP coming with the other two steps. So that's kind of an interesting concept now that I think about it. Possibly. Well, there, I mean, there's like those first few tracks we before we actually knew where we were going. Those actually, uh, uh, they're not bad songs. They were just, we were kind of just feeling it, feeling it out at the, you know, at the very beginning of the writing process for it. So, I mean, they might show up on, um, like an international release as bonus tracks or something or B-sides, what have you. So, I mean, they might show up down the road. So we may get those 12, 12 steps after all. Who knows? Mm -hmm. Down the line. Test pancakes. <laughs> you, maybe out of brand, but you guys would call it the test pancakes. These are the first pancakes <laughs> to hit the griddle. And uh, Exactly, yeah, yeah. They're still <laughs> delicious. <laughs> they're still good. They're still pancakes. You know, let's be real. They're still pancakes, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'm gonna eat them. <laughs> exactly. Uh, beautiful. Yeah, it says here you've got you had a mountain of things to get off of your chest, and uh, well, it sounds like like you did. I mean, wow, a lot to go through, and it's just those times of life, and especially uh, coming into uh, this year, 2020. I imagine everything just got better for you, Steve. Oh, absolutely. Isn't it obvious? Man, why, you know, why Why even touch on the subject? Things are so great. I know. Um, <laughs> yeah. Wait, but, I mean, it, it kind of brings you to the question, because this year, initially it started off with, oh, let's talk about that postponed tour. When is it happening? And now it's the, well, just give up on life question. So, um yeah. <laughs> It's changed a bit, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, take us through, you know, you guys got the record produced, written, ready to release it to the world. Was it always going to be released this time of the year, end of November, or is it has the the schedule been changed uh, because of uh, COVID? Uh, not necessarily because of COVID, although I think that originally did play, like, a small role. Or not originally. I mean, at the end, it kind of played a role, maybe a little bit. Uh, but we had, you know, because it had, been taking so long to actually get done that we 
plans would just kind of shift back a little bit a couple different times. Like it was going to be, um, we thought, you know, at one point it was going to be a spring release and then, um, then it became fall, like, uh, late summer, I think. And then it turned into fall. Uh, it shifted a couple times, but only towards the end was it probably about dealing with the COVID situation. It was kind of just, um, because it was a matter of getting Paolo and I out to the studio in Massachusetts, you know, there's usually like a couple of months, two or three months in between recording sessions. So that, you know, if there was extra planning involved or something comes up and we have to postpone a little bit, then it would get pushed back a little and pushed back a little. So, I mean, it's been a big work in progress for a long time and COVID was kind of just the last, the last straw where we're like, well, we can't really sit on this much longer. So we're kind of, we, we need to put it out now. Uh, and we want to get it in before the end of the year. So here we are getting our, uh, uh, potential album of the year, uh, candidate in at the buzzer. So. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how that turns out. But yeah, it was, it was just little by little getting pushed back and then eventually we're like, okay, it's done. Let's pick a date. Let's, and we all decided that before the end of the year was the right thing to do. So Tours or no tours, we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And going into these uh, music videos for the tracks that uh, I have anyway, that I have music videos, Blackheart and Deliverance. Um, Blackheart, it just immediately makes me think of this uh, Chinese business book, Thick Face Blackheart. Um, and I'm pretty sure this is not about that business book. Uh, not, not that I'm aware of. Maybe inadvertently, but <laughs> not on purpose, no. Is this related to the the lady that wouldn't go away? Uh, yeah, Blackheart, Blackheart's the lady. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's um, all, in a way she wouldn't go away, but it was also like she kept going away, and but then would come back, uh, and it was this long, like I said, drawn out process that took a couple years to uh, finally be like, you know what, I'm, this is just bad for my health i'm i'm, I'm out of here uh um that's what blackheart is yeah and then kind of as a metaphor which honestly i can't say that i planned this part out this did come after the fact but i did think about it a little bit as a metaphor kind of every a lot of the songs except for maybe a couple actually stem from blackheart so blackheart being maybe the most important one uh on the album at least to me anyways but as if you look at the album as a whole i think because it's kind of the the main focus and everything else is either dealing with the aftermath or the thought process of, of what happened there. Um, you know, kind of in the way that your heart is probably obviously your most important organ. Um, I would say that black heart be the most important song on the album. Uh, so most of them are related, related in one way or another, except for like one or two and in the instrumental tracks that Joe wrote. Uh, but yeah, black heart, I would say is the, the, focal point at least in some way yeah it's the title track and you kind of mentioned incidentally so it's not exactly a concept album based on a black heart but basically turned, turned into it turned into that kind of after the fact like i knew we wanted to i knew i wanted to call that song black heart and then it actually ended up out of all the album titles we were cycling through and trying to decide on uh we were actually just like you know what this kind of does in a way represent you know a lot of the feeling inside of each song, uh, like where you might actually get to at the end of the, at the end of the road. Um, this is just kind of the accepting of 
how you operate and what you've kind of turned into at the end of all these experiences. And, uh, and after the, after the fact, we decided that Blackheart should be the title for the album, not just the song. Okay. Beautiful. And I'm watching a music video and you're assaulting the poor young man at the bar. It looks like, is that you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, he's like, uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I'm in there drinking too much because I'm going through all my shit, and then uh, he decides to cut me off because I pull out a flask, and you can't you can't be pulling out your own flask at a bar. So uh, I'm just taking it too far and drinking too much. He cuts me off, and then I'm doing a little soul searching and realize, you know, start walking through the woods there. Um, yeah, that was uh that was fun. That was a fun scene though. We actually got to film that um at Joe's Brewery at Tinbridge. Anybody that's been there can obviously recognize recognize it, but uh, that's uh, that's where that scene was filmed. Okay. It looks like you're pu- actually pulling your heart out of your chest. Is that what's happening here? <clears throat> yeah, that's what's going on there. Uh, we actually uh, – I wanted it to look, like, not over the top, but, like, enough to where it was kind of like, oh, shit. And so we got a couple uh, couple real pig hearts and just pulled that out. And the idea, was, the idea of the metaphor is, like, well, that's the old one. That's the old version of yourself, and then – finding the, the the dirtier black gross heart putting that in and accepting as like that's who you are now so that's kind of where that uh what that's saying there in those final scenes of the video okay okay were you, did you guys film this before all the lockdowns and everything or was this one of those videos where you guys had to pull you know rabbits out of your hat with all of the restrictions yeah. uh we definitely had to pull rabbits out of our hat uh for it like um we had to get we had to get a couple like test results in uh, within 72 hours of entering Massachusetts, and um, we had to basically squeeze it into like a little over a weekend. So we did three music videos and a bunch of media content within like two and a half days or so. Uh, it was a pretty not I don't want to say rushed because we got everything done that we needed, but like jam packed. I guess is how I. I would say we, we squeezed all the videos into a weekend essentially and got some extra content in there. And, uh, you know, it was kind of, that was pretty much most of the traveling we had to really do. Um, cause we finished all the recording process by the time the lockdown hit. So we were basically ready to start getting it mixed and mastered so we could kind of be at home after quarantine started and we could just be listening to all the tracks after that. But, uh, we only had to really do that main bit of, traveling to get the videos done and that was a couple months ago now so otherwise we've been playing it safe at home okay sounds good now i'm watching the video for deliverance what's the black stuff that's it looks like it's gooping onto a rock what's going on with deliverance the uh so um they so we a lot of the stuff on the i'll premise that with a lot of the stuff on the album is very thought out uh in regards to the like the lyrics especially, but then the album artwork is representative of a lot of those. There's a few different metaphors going on with the album artwork itself. And then we tied that into the videos. So that, um, that black goop, you could easily just consider it just, uh, just blood from the black heart dripping onto the, uh, to the keys. If you see the keys floating in the video, those keys are on the album cover. Uh, there's a few of them. One he's dropping from his hand. There's a couple laying at his feet and those keys are, uh, the attempts to unlock the cage he's got on his head, which is uh, like a metaphor for being trapped in your own head with your own thoughts and kind of just feeling stuck there. And um, <clears throat> so we incorporated the keys from the album artwork into 
the deliverance video. And if you actually look closely, they're in the Blackheart video as well. You can kind of see a couple of quick shots of them at the riverbed where my feet are and where I toss the knife. Um, so it's actually all kind of connected uh, in little bits here and there. That's a uh, little bit more than just the album artwork is planned out. We put it all in the videos too. So it kind of is in, in a way all tied together. Wow. Very cool stuff. You know, I'll be honest, it's not very often that we get uh, bands on the show uh, who have such music that's well-produced, but that also ties in uh, the album artwork. Usually it's just some kind of an afterthought. Like, yeah, that looks cool. Let's kick it out there and get it over with. we got to go on tour. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, we, we had it. we very much like, it was such a long process. We had time to think about all these things and, you know, people are expecting things to be at a certain level if they're going to have to wait, you know, two and a half years in between albums or, you know, three years almost, I guess. Uh, you know, they're going to be expecting something and we wanted to put as much thought and effort into it as we could and not just come up with, you know, random, random art just to fit a random collection of songs. Like there's, it kind of did turn into a whole theme and uh, it actually uh, ended up being really cool the way all the, the videos fit together with the artwork and the lyrics and it, they're all kind of tied together in this big whirlwind of, uh, of a concept. So it, it actually ended up being really cool and we're stoked on how it turned out. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You mentioned three years in that three years. I imagine <clears throat> one of the changes was you joined the band, correct? Correct. Yeah. Uh, 2018, uh, early, early 2018 is when I, when I hopped in. So we're actually approaching, uh, a little over two and a half, two and a half years now we're coming up on three. So, getting close. Yeah. That was one, that was one of the big changes for obviously. Yeah. Okay. I was going to ask, from your perspective, what sort of how you change the outfit? Um, maybe I mean maybe in a couple different ways, um, and none of these are anything that's like a slight against him or anything because our our pal and I's old band, Silence the Messenger, we've been friends with within the ruins for a long time since like 2009. So our bands have known each other and been friends for for a while now. Um, so when I, when I did take over, Tim was very gracious about it and he was, um, you know, sad, but, uh, at the, at the time knew what was best. And he's like, I, you know, I'm glad that if anybody's taking over for me, that it's you. So, um, I'm stoked about that. And he, uh, he had his own way of doing things and I've had my way of doing things. Uh, I think I coming from STM is a little bit more of like a, I, I'm not a fan of the you know, subgenre titles and whatever, but it's a little bit more of like a deathcore, metalcore <clears throat> style versus obviously Ruins is a little bit, a lot more technical and genty or progressive metal, whatever you want to call it. Uh, progressive metalcore. I, I don't really care. Uh, so my, <laughs> but my background is, is, is a little, the thing is like those, you say the subgenres and they sound dumb, but like people know what you mean by them for the most part, because they're so common and used. And to me, I'm just like, whatever, I know what you're saying, you know, so I'll just use them. You know, to get the point across. But, yeah, you know, everyone's got their own feelings about them, but I don't really care. It's, uh, it's terribly hilarious because uh, for, for my job, I'm actually a chef uh, by trade, and that's what I do, you know, 40 hours a week. And a lot, oh, of time, cool. a lot of times we listen to music, and there are some people sometimes I've come across, especially, I don't know if it's just a culinary thing, but, you know, cooks who come through or whatever, like, they, they've got to tell, like, no, no, this is actually post-secondary, melodic, technical, <clears throat> I'm like... I don't, it's and I they look at me weird and I'm like I don't know man it's just metal like obviously Pantera sounds different from Sepultura because they're different bands but like and like okay so clearly you do not hear the and they start going into some we I'm like I like, don't know like 
obscure details and shit. You're like, I mean, yeah, I hear what you're saying, but also, does it really matter? I mean, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I get it. I always find, I always find it funny when I'm, you know, actually like, well, actually chat with these bands. They're like, oh, do they realize it there? I'm like, no, no. To them, they're just writing music, you know. So. Um, yeah, we're just kind of trying to do what we want to do, and it's just the internet takes over after after it's out there. Then it's, it's not in your hands what you are anymore. It's up to the people. <laughs> like it's usually how it goes. Yeah. So. All right. Beautiful. Uh, yeah. So sweet. So Steve, we chatted about the album Black Heart, the track Black Heart, the track Deliverance. We chatted about a couple of the music videos. Um, what went into uh, creating what I'll call a masterpiece? Um, oh wow! Thank you. You're quite welcome. Uh, and I was actually kind of watching for the keys in the music video, and I think I, I think I saw them um, when you're going there with the with the pig hearts. Which in the middle of coronavirus, like, hey, uh, I don't know how you found pig hearts, but awesome. Um, uh, yeah, the guys, the guys at the, I got to give the guys at the King Wolf Creative uh, some props for that one. I was like, I was like, I don't really know how you would go about it, but I'd like to, if possible, use like some real hearts instead of like maybe like fake prop ones. You know, I wanted it to look real. And uh, they found a local butcher. Um, one of them knew somebody, and just the guy happened to have some spare ones, and he got like a three pack of them, like all wrapped up in like saran wrap, like you'd just like you would buy chick, uh, you know, chickens or steaks or something, like just wrapped up, like ready to go, like in plastic. And they were super cheap. They were like fucking three dollars or something. Oh yeah, no. So Whenever I walk into a butcher and I always ask for some off cut of meat, they always get excited. They start dancing because because everybody wants you know like the flame mignon steak, and then I come in and I'm like, no no no, give me give me the shoulder meat, give me the kneecap, give me give me something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, give me that, give me that weird shit. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, oh, wh- what are you gonna do with it? I'm like, well, I'm a chef, so I'm gonna. And then we just start talking shop in front of everybody. They get lost and they're just like, uh, can I spend thirty dollars on a steak? And he's just start, you know, yeah yeah. You do that. Like, yeah, 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 sure. I'm trying to help this guy that's trying to spend six dollars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want to talk to this guy. I want to talk to this guy because he's gonna. I can sell this now. I don't have to throw it out and waste a perfectly good pig heart. So hopefully you guys, you know, braised it and had some stew or something with it. Oh, we definitely. I, I don't know. Uh, nobody was awake at that. I filmed those scenes like that was at the end of a we uh, the second video shoot all in the same day. We did. We shot. Um, devil and me that morning like that first half of the day which is going to drop the day of the album and then uh blackheart we shot all the performance scenes and then uh, at nighttime and then the guys were kind of like tired after that but i still had to do my uh storyline stuff so i was by myself walking around the woods with a couple of guys <laughs> filming filming that stuff and you know by the time we were done it was at least like midnight or twelve thirty or 1 or something like that late at night and uh, <clears throat> nobody was trying to do anything. There were a couple of guys were passed out upstairs by the time I finished. And I was like, oh, cool. You guys have you guys have a good nap or, you know, while I was out there doing work, you fucking bunch of bums. Mm-hmm. Uh, so nobody nobody was trying to eat at that point. So we actually just tossed the hearts into the into the water. Oh. I hope maybe some fish or maybe some fish or a, I don't know what other cat, big cats are out there or something out in Massachusetts. Maybe got a hold of it or something. But. Mm-hmm. Didn't didn't end up cooking them. I don't I don't know if anybody would have wanted to at that point though. So very true. Very I mean, true. Because they had all this blood on them and river water and mud and shit. So yeah, who knows? Back to the earth from which it came. <laughs> yeah, in a way. Yeah, in a way. Flora and fauna. <laughs> Beautiful. There all right. Go. Well, is there anything else that you wanted uh, my audience to know, or did we cover everything? Um. I think we more or less covered everything. Uh, oh, I oh um, 
I was going to say when we were talking about the differences I brought to the table, uh, we kind of got, got off a smidge. But the, the biggest thing, I guess, when you're listening to this record is obviously I'm coming from a very personal, angry place. Um, and it and like I said, Joe kind of co-opted that as well. And the music he started writing ended up being a lot darker and more aggressive as well. And so it's going to be a, a Within the Ruins record that you haven't heard before. It's coming from a different spot for Joe and from a different spot from a new vocalist. So uh, it's it is, it's going to be a little different when you listen to it. Uh, but I just hope that everyone likes it. And I appreciate everyone's support so far. And everyone seems to be loving the tracks. And um, until shows get back going again who knows when that'll be uh just keep jamming listen listen to all of it get the words in your head and uh, be ready to scream along with me beautiful all right well thank you so much for coming on to the rock metal podcast then steve yeah man thank you for having me i really appreciate the, the opportunity to talk about it beautiful all right you want to go ahead and stop please sweetie